ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good evening and welcome to the OG Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. Guten Tag, Slapnuts. <laughs> That's right. We're the live calling podcast with 30% more nuts than anybody else. So how you so how you doing tonight, Ryan? I think that sound sums it up. We're doing great. Very much so. I'm going to guess that's a White Claw. Uh, what flavor are you drinking tonight? No, this is a local alternative, Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer. So it's basically oh. White Claw, but like bottled 20 minutes for me. Oh my, uh, what would be the uh, flavor of that? Uh, this is Clementine Hibiscus. That sounds horrible. It sounds like a flower. I mean, like, uh, is it flower flavored? I mean, it's like, is it like sucking on a daisy? Fuck if I know. We're about to find out. All right, here we go. Yeah, make drinking tastes, sounds while you're doing it. And it really just tastes like orange soda. Oh, that's not too bad. I didn't like the White Claws, to be honest with you. I mean, they're not horrible. And looking at their nutritional stats, I can see why someone watching their weight or, you know, living an active lifestyle would want to drink them. But flavor-wise, there's way better things out there. Yeah, you're a dirty, dirty communist. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'm will be. i more of a fan of uh, my wife's favorite uh, drink that you can buy at the store, which is a uh, Seagram's Cooler Jamaican Me Happy. Yeah, that sounds like it permanently has an umbrella attached to it. Yeah, you don't get the you don't get to judge people on what they drink, okay? Oh, the fuck I don't. <laughs> Although I'll be honest with you, uh, my favorite things probably be like a strawberry daiquiri or a mango daiquiri or something like that. I like the fruity drinks. I don't mind admitting it. I'm a whiskey guy, but I'm not just going to sit here just slamming down shots during an hour podcast. Oh yeah, well when I was a serious drinker, it was all about the whiskey, but I don't do that anymore. So I'm more of a social drinker or a, uh, you know, a dinner drinker and I'm more of an event drinker than anything else. And even then it's just one or two. I'm not even a drinker. I just have to, you know, at least get some alcohol in me before dealing with you degenerates. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, let's see. Uh, did we have uh, topics for today? I think we had topics for today. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. The uh, one, the one word poll for tonight is going to be uh, Coke or Pepsi. So for, feel free to call in and tell Wait, us which well, one you Hold prefer. on, hold on, hold on. I thought we were going to have a much better topic than that. I thought we were going with, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? Oh, is is that your weird way to say you want to talk about what would happen if like you you had no food and you were, would cannibalize yourself? Because... Because we can do that. Um, no, I'm just I'm just saying it. You know, everybody that calls in, like they just got to think. If they were a hot dog, knowing how great a hot dog can be, at some point, would they just go and, and eat themselves? That sounds fucking weird, dude. <laughs> well, tell you, why don't we talk about cannibalism in general then, since we're going to talk about that kind of shit. Um, it, I don't know if it's ever happened. I'm sure it's happened in real life, but you, you mentioned that. Uh, th- makes me think of a Stephen King story. Uh, I think it was called uh, The Survivor Type, about a surgeon who uh, crashed somehow or another. I can't remember the details. And ended up on a deserted island with almost no food or water. Uh, I think he figured out some way to get some sort of water, but he ran out of food. And being a surgeon who happened to have a, a shitload of heroin on him, because 
that's why he was on the cruise ship in the first place. Long story. Uh, you should go read it. It's really awesome. But basically, he had the drugs to semi-sedate himself and the skill to do it. So he started cutting chunks of himself off and eating them to survive. It's a so, really fucked up story. So really, like the the moral of the story, right? Is like this is just proving out that book smarts mean absolutely nothing if you don't have street start smarts. Well, I think it'd be more of a lack of equipment. Uh, I, like I said, I can't remember exactly what he had, but so, so he obviously has something to cut with, but that doesn't necessarily mean he could use it to spearfish or something like that. If he doesn't have a stick to attach it to, I think the book, once again, I'd have to go back and read the book, but I believe it was like a, a coral Island. So there was like no vegetation or anything like that. It was just Rocky, so to speak. No, it just sounds like this guy is a complete piece of shit and has no survival skill. I think anybody on the OG out there would be, you know, they'd have a pile of fish, they'd be fucking some mermaids, and they'd be building the internet, goddammit. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but the real world is not like an episode of Gilligan's Island. You can't just take two coconuts and build like a transistor radio. Uh, it doesn't work like that. If you don't have anything, you can't do anything. And there's plenty of islands out in the Pacific and Atlantic where there's not fucking nothing but fucking bird shit on it. You also cannot perform complex surgery of cutting parts of your own body off without it being infected well, without these proper tools and techniques. Well, yeah, but now you're going to stretch the concept a little too far. It is fiction after all. But <laughs> don't call the guy an asshole because he chose to eat his foot instead of go fishing. Jesus. Uh, it just shows that he has absolutely no common sense. <laughs> MacGyver um, would call this man a pussy. I mean, but, uh, you know, expanding the cannibalism thing, there's all kinds of, uh, like, movies and books and stories about people eating other people, the entire downer party thing. Uh, is there a situation where you would eat somebody? No. No, you don't think no, so in I, any I way, shape, or form? You think you'd, you'd starve to death next to, like, a, you know, a fresh body before you'd eat it? No, I wouldn't do that. I would hunt, you know, like we, we used to do as humans. Right. I'm, put, I'm putting you in an extreme situation. Hunting is not an option. You're locked in a cage with a dead, fresh dead body. Your two options are starve to death or start carving off pieces. Which, what would you do? I'm going to develop a fucking Iron Man suit, bust out of this goddamn cage, and walk off with an explosion behind me like the badass I am. Ah, come on, man. Don't just And then find some fucking White Claws. And find some White Claws. You know, I heard White Claw goes really good with pork, so you might be into the whole cannibalism thing. What would that have to do with the other animals? Well, apparently human meat tastes like pork, from what I understand. Yeah, I have no background of that, so I'll I'll take your word for it. Well, so, you know, hopefully White Claw goes good with it. You never know, does it? You ever had yourself a nice ham sandwich and some White Claw? No, I, I eat a lot of, I eat a lot of beef. Okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what uh, would taste like beef other than beef. Uh, but supposedly humans taste like pork. Uh, they, supposedly they, they smell like it when they're burning too. Yeah. I, I don't know that one either. Really? God, man, you need to read more books, man. Don't, there's more to life than just lifting weights. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a big fan of it as well, but there's other things out there. I know yeah, all I'd kinds rather. of useless shit from reading, man. It, I've told yeah, people. I'd rather have like practical knowledge. Like I'm not going to be around a lot of body burnings or cannibalism tribes. Like I, 
you know, most well, of the time I'm going to run into other civilized individuals. Well, I do tell people that if it's a useless fact that will never help you in any aspect of your real, real life, I probably know it. <laughs> I'm really good on trivia night, though. I, uh, apparently. Although on any trivia night I've heard of, I've never heard of. What does human flesh taste like? That's oh. not a general question. Well, that's because that's an easy question. Why would someone bother to put it on a trivia thing? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's the entire cannibalism talk since Ryan doesn't want to play. Uh, I did have a couple things that we posted in it on the OG that we would be talking about. Let me see if we can find it right here. Oh, well, what what is your one-word poll answer? Coke or Pepsi? I, I don't even really know the difference anymore. Okay, well, I haven't had a soda in probably like a, almost a decade. Uh, if I'm going soda, I'm going IBC root beer. IBC root beer. They carry that in a lot of places? I'm sure you can get it probably online. I don't know. <laughs> I meant like, you know, like McDonald's and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to be going to McDonald's either. So, I'm, again, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not IBC root beer is not hipster. It's the fucking root beer that like was all around the Midwest when I was growing up. It's like mm-hmm. the superior root beer. Well, I'm not a big root beer fan anyway, so I can't really say if it's a good one or a bad one. Um, but uh, when I speak of Coke and Pepsi, see, that's I, I don't know. Maybe it's a dumb poll because, in my personal opinion, they taste almost exactly the same, anyways. People like, oh, uh, do you want a Jack and Coke? I'm like, yeah. Oh, all we have is Pepsi. Is that fine? I'm like, I won't even notice the difference. Well, yeah, at that point, I don't think there is much of a difference because you're really just wanting to get the, well, number one, you're actually kind of a pussy for just not taking the whiskey straight up. But oh, that's what I do now anyways. You know, okay. I, when I go to the bar, I order a shot of Jack Daniels and a, uh, uh, a pint of beer. You know, my chaser for Jack Daniels is Budweiser. The fact that you need a chaser. Yeah, I mean, that's all the only chaser still... you need. I don't. I don't need. I don't need a chaser really. But it is nice to smooth it out afterwards. Plus, it's fun to watch people's face expression on their face when I chase Jack Daniels with Budweiser. At least tell me you're getting like some good Jack Daniels. Oh well, I love Jack. Daniels. Not just like standard Jack. Oh, I love Jack Daniels. I, I well, it depends. Um, nine times out of ten, it was regular Jack Daniels because that's what I could afford. Every once in a while, I would splurge for uh, Gentleman Jack, and once a year, when uh, I got some my Christmas bonuses and things like that, I would buy a bottle of a uh, single barrel, uh, which was delicious, but way beyond my normal price point. Yeah, I guess I can see that. I, I figure if I'm going to go out and I'm just going to get some like cheap-ish whiskey, I'm going to at least go with like a Maker's Mark or something like that. Just normal Jack is boring. boring. Well, and it's expensive now. I bought a, like a half a pint the other day. I think it was a half a pint, and it was like nine, ten bucks. I used when I was drinking, you could buy an entire fifth for somewhere between fifteen and twenty bucks. Yeah, I, I don't I re- know. I. I, I will always pay for quality. Mm-hmm. So, well, and when my other drink of choice when I was drinking was uh, Jameson's, doing shots of that. Uh, my buddy got me into doing that when I was drinking heavy, and that was always a lot of fun. Yeah, but that's one of those drinks where, like, you know how when you drink something long enough, even if it starts off tasting horrible, after a while it tastes good. 
That never happened with Jameson's. It tasted horrible every single time I drank it. And I drank it for years, and it tasted just as bad on the first shot, last shot, as it did on the first shot. Really? Um, do you? When you were drinking, did you? Was there anything that you ever tried to acquire a taste for? Because I, because that's what I was trying to do when I drank it all those years. Because I'll be honest with you, uh, uh, back then it was kind of a hip and trendy drink. Now it seems like it's overplayed. But 20, 25 years ago, no one was really drinking a lot of Jameson's. So when we ordered shots of Jameson's, it was different than everybody else, which is why I think this guy was ordering it in the first place. Because quite like me, he was an attention whore. Yeah, I figure if like if I'm drinking something and it's not good, why would I try to get a taste for it? Like, right. why not just have something I enjoy? You know, like right off the rip. Exactly. That's a that's a good point. That's why I tell people about beer, because I when on the rare occasions when I drink beer, uh, I drink Bud Light. And I've had lots of people tell me, oh, that's a horrible beer. You should try this beer. This beer is way more, you know, has more body. It tastes better. It's this, it's that. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm perfectly fine drinking the Budweiser. It doesn't bother me. It costs like half of the beer that you want me to try. Why would I get used to more a more expensive beer when I'm perfectly happy drinking the cheap beer? I mean, when I was drinking, first started drinking when I was like a teenager, we would go up to the store and buy a case of Milwaukee's Best. Yeah, We called it the Milwaukee Beast. They were great because for like $8, you can buy a case of beer, take it out to the woods at the campfire, sit on your case of beer drinking, and by the time enough of, of the case was gone that you couldn't sit in it anymore, you didn't care. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, that's the same thing with any kids when they start drinking. I think everyone, when they start drinking, either bought like 30 packs of like Keystone Light or like Natty Ice. Right, right. Yeah, I think a Rolling Rock was a, a, a big one back then. Uh, you know, and then some people were fancy, though. That's, you know, Budweiser was the standard. If you're drinking Milwaukee Beast or Rolling Rock or one of those cheaper brands, you weren't looked down on because, you know, we were teenagers and we would drink anything you handed to us. Uh, but, uh, you know, those were considered the lesser beers. Then, like, Heineken was considered a fancy beer. Um, Corona people were considered weird. They're like, all right. They, they were sticking fruit in their beer. They're suspect. Um, <laughs> It, but there, that was about it. There wasn't all these like different craft beers and IPAs and all kinds of other beer stuff that I don't really understand. And like I've been handed beers that were so thick that I'm like, that I felt like I was drinking soup. Um, I just oh, don't you love it thick. Beer <laughs> well, hey, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let, let's look over at the live chat box. By the way, guys, I always appreciate you stopping in and chatting with us. Uh, feel free to call in and give us an answer to you the one word poll of the day, Coke or Pepsi. Uh, also, feel free I, to I still say we in. change that one because that one's well, terrible. If you how have about, a okay, go how ahead. about alcohol of choice? Well, that's not a that, that's a, well, that's not a two. It's a, do you not understand the concept of the one word poll? And so people can call in, say one of two words, and hang up. It's for people that don't want to. Uh, talk to us for long periods of time either they don't have time they're shy uh they're under the witness protection program whatever but that it gives them a chance to interact too uh if you want to pick a different one word poll that's perfectly fine but you need to understand the concept of what a word one word poll is they they can i totally get it if somebody can call in and say budweiser that's a word vodka it's a word whiskey <laughs> hey that's a word pretty good word in scrabble 
two options, one or the other. You can say beer or alcohol, you know, beer or liquor. That's that's you know a one word poll. But are are you saying no? That you're talking about like a, a just a, a an A or B, you know, choice poll. Yes, we're talking one word, and I think our chat can count higher than two. And they can come up with more than two words. I think they can, you know, elaborate to the point that they can give us, you know, best alcoholic beverage. Well, now I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know it requires a lot of thought, but Coke or Pepsi, that's... Like, yeah, that was way easier. Really? Yeah, way, way, way easier. Uh, PJ, would you rather eat 10 bats from Wuhan or three of Sadie's toes? Uh, I would still rather eat 10 dead bats because, uh, you know, I think if I cooked them really well, there wouldn't be any virus in them. And I would never do anything to hurt my little dog. I love my little dog. My little dog is awesome. My little dog is more awesome than most of you. Not that most of you aren't awesome, but that's just how awesome my little dog is. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like you have him trained very well from that last oh. video you posted. Oh, that was a dog attacking a cat. Oh, that, was, that, that wasn't my little dog, Sadie. That's my little demon child, Lulu. She's adopted. We didn't get her until she was like 14 months old, and she had been abandoned in someone's basement for like a month and a half or some shit like that. So she's got issues, uh, but we love her anyways. And she, She's a very appreciative dog, super-duper lovable, uh, definitely aware of that she dodged a bullet, uh, but just an asshole to our cat. <laughs> just, I mean, really, really bad. If our cat was a normal cat, Lulu, that's the name of our little asshole dog, would probably be dead because uh, Sam's not a little cat. Sam weighs somewhere between 16 and 18 pounds. Lulu's maybe 11 or 12 pounds. And uh, while she's a agile little dog, uh, we all know pound for pound, cats will beat the piss out of a dog. And Sam just sits there and takes it, you know. Uh, he's five, six-year-old uh, Maine Coon. She's a big old kitty and super duper mellow. Loves everybody. You can come. You can come over and pet my cat. That, which is weird for a cat, from what, from what I understand. Yeah, I'm not going to come over and rub your pussy. That's just not going to be a thing. <laughs> well, Sam would really like it if you did. Uh, he's, you know, the most people-friendly cat I've ever seen. Um, just loves to be petted. Loves attention. Really good cat. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cats in general, just because of their. Um, cat-like habits like i don't like it when i get up in the morning he's rubbing against my legs trying to get attention when i'm just trying to make coffee and, and and wake up just a little shit like that uh but as as far as cats go he's pretty much the perfect cat which makes me feel really bad about lulu fucking him up on a regular basis i mean literally i, I wander around the house and find clumps of fur from where lulu's pulled full at fur out of sam's uh, hide it's, it's just it's it's horrible i mean i'm waiting for uh, the uh Peter to come by and give me a ticket or some shit like that. They do that, you know, right? You know, eventually that dog's going to end up dead and it's yeah. going to be your fault because you never trained it not to be an asshole. I've tried everything I can. I separate them whenever I see it, except for that one time that I videoed it. Um, I yell at her all the time. I tell her that she's not supposed to be doing that. I, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? You know, teach Sam Kung Fu so he can defend himself? Uh, I mean, he can defend himself if he really wanted to. He just chooses not to. Just call that Caesar Milan guy. Have him take care of it for you. Yeah, my poor little dog. He'd tear it right into a neurosis or something like that. You got to train him somehow. Hey, she's okay. I mean, other than that, you know, uh, Sam, obviously Sam doesn't mind it too much. Uh, he he wouldn't put up with it if he really minded it that much. Uh, uh, Sadie used to do the same to him. Uh, however, she stopped doing that. 
I don't know why, but I do do notice that lately uh, Sadie won't get anywhere near Sam. So I think at one point or another, Sam put his foot down and fucked up Sadie. Um, good, because not only does Sadie not fuck with Sam, Sadie won't get near Sam. Like if Sam's laying in the middle of a hallway, Sam, say, excuse me, if Sam's laying down in the hallway, Sadie won't go down that hallway until Sam gets him and leaves. Fair enough. Yep, yep. Hey, so, okay, I'm sure everyone doesn't want to hear me talking about my dogs. Uh, who wants to call in? We'll do a random uh, interview with one of you motherfuckers. Come on, you guys know you want to call in. It's amazing. It's like having sex with Ryan over there. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be that enticing. I'm sure yeah. they all want to be able to walk later, and I will have them fucked up for the rest of the week. Oh yeah, no, just no. He—he's a gentle lover. You can rub his head and call him Dalton. He likes that. No, okay, that's fine. No problem. I can keep on talking. I'm really good at rambling about nothing. Oh, let's see. Uh, so it was pretty nice today. Uh, at least in the morning, it got shitty in the afternoon. So I made sure I went for a bike ride on the amazing tricycle. Uh, it was majestic. I—I I, I think I looked uh, really majestic riding down the street. My six so or seven what? ass on the tricycle. Yeah, so what's the story behind this? Why a tricycle versus like a normal bike? Well, uh, a couple reasons. Uh, one, I've only owned one bike my entire life. Um, we were poor growing up, and uh, they couldn't afford to buy me bikes. Uh, but when I was around eight or nine, my uh, stepbrother and stepsister's grandparents wanted to buy them bikes. And my parents told them that they couldn't do that unless they also bought me and my brother a bike. So when I was about eight, I think I got a bike and I had it for, I want to say about three, maybe four years before I grew it. And then I couldn't afford another one after that. So I only rode a bike for about three or four years. I know how to ride a bike. It's easy. It's not a big deal, but it's been a long time ago and I didn't do it a whole bunch. Add into the fact that I'm naturally clumsy and I kind of don't want to hit my head on anything. And it seemed like a trike might be a good idea. It wasn't substantially more than a, a normal bike. So, you know, I figured why not? Apparently, afterwards, when I learned that, uh, I guess I look like an idiot on a trike, no one under the age of 80 rides a trike, and basically, uh, I look like a homeless person. <laughs> but, but I enjoy it, and I don't have to worry about tipping over. Uh, I'm a big fan of walking, and uh, I can't really walk that much anymore because my feet are too fucked up. I can go about a mile before they start hurting. But I always enjoyed walking around, looking at stuff. It was you know, just a fun thing to do. With a trike, I can truck around the neighborhood uh, at extremely slow speeds because I don't have to worry about falling over, you know, and do my thing, looking around, pedaling every once in a while, just, you know, enjoying the outside. And with a bike, you know, you, it's all about exercise and moving forward. And if I just want to fucking stop because I'm too lazy to, to fucking pedal, hey, I can do that too. <laughs> but mostly it's a not falling over thing. Oh, fair enough. I, I kind of more saw you as more of a Segway guy. <laughs> someone asked me what kind of helmet i wear i don't wear a helmet actually uh i go i go so slow and there's so little chance of falling over that i really never really felt the need for one and i'm a pretty cautious guy if, uh, so that tells you something about how slow i'm going most of the time see that's disappointing uh, i wanted you to have a freaking sweet helmet and some awesome elbow pads I bought a helmet. I actually bought a helmet. I just never used it. I put it on once and felt stupid looking. I'm like, this is silly. I'm going four miles an hour. I don't need a helmet. You so, bought a helmet for a trike? 
Yeah. And then decided I didn't want to wear it because it looked stupid and I didn't need need it for something going that slow and with that little uh, chance of falling over, which you can tip over, by the way. I've taken a couple of corners way too fast, normally at the bottom of a hill because it's kind of hard to get uh, enough uh, momentum going to go way too fast. So, but uh, it's a good time. I like it. We get a lot of comments on it. Uh, it's a good way to start conversations with other people as you're dry, riding around, which I'm not a big fan of, but my wife is, so she likes them. So out of the, the percentage of the questions you get on this trike, how many are, why are you riding a trike? No, no. Most of them are, uh, Hey, where did you get that? That's cool. Uh, reminds us of being in Mackinac Island. Cause I use them up there, I guess. I, I've been up there once, but I don't remember seeing any of lots of bikes. I don't remember trikes, but we weren't looking for them. Um, yeah, you know, just general questions about people that, th- people that think it's cool. Because, uh, you know, uh, unlike you, most people, they didn't see it, it's cool. They probably wouldn't say anything. You know, I, I just find it hard to believe a, a lot of people think riding a trike is cool. Well, I'm not saying a lot of people. It's not like I have thongs of people running behind me with questions and shit. Uh, just every once in a while when we're stopped someplace, we'll have some people mention it. Uh, like the other day when we were riding down the street, the fam- the mother of the family four or five houses down uh, said hi and mentioned that she thought they were cool. Or like last summer when we were at the ice cream place, you know, a Mexican family uh, expressed great interest in them. See, it, it sounds more to me that like this is more kind of like how, say you go to a, you know, like a grocery store and there's a mentally handicapped person bagging groceries and you're always sure to be like, Hey, buddy, that is that is a sweet fanny pack. Awesome. I think that might be what's going on. Maybe. Look, I realize I know what it looks like, but I've reached a point in my life. Uh, I'm a weird mix of don't give a shit what people think and care quite a bit what people think. And in this regard, I think it's funny. Um, and if someone thinks it's stupid, I don't really give a shit. See, so. I, I, think you, I think it would be more of like the, you know, you acknowledging the fact would be if you did wear like an awesome super helmet with like some lightning on it. And (laughs) there you go. Well, the, I mean, it's bad enough the other day it was cold out and I couldn't find my hat. So my wife suggested I wear the, uh, the joke hat I have, I have a a hat with an attached, like a crocheted, uh, uh, threaded beard, like a big long one that hangs halfway down your chest and it looks silly, but it keeps your face and your neck warm. Uh, so we were running around. I figured I'd put it on. So, uh, you know, it was a good time. <laughs> uh, and it did keep my face warm. My wife took a couple of pictures of different stuff of me in the background. I made sure I took a picture of it and I posted it on the OG and people were like, can't you do anything without trying to get attention? And I was like, one, no, <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> and two, it kept my face warm. So, you know, it was a win-win really. You know, I saw that and I, that is the only time I've ever seen someone wear one of those. Really? I, like, I, I I've, I've heard of them. I've seen like advert or people like pull it up as like, hey, this is a super ridiculous thing. Hmm. Like I didn't know anyone actually like fell for it and was like, yeah, I need one of these. I am a super ridiculous dude. <laughs> I bought it, I don't know, like four or five years ago, wore it once and then threw it on the shelf. And then my, when my wife mentioned wearing it, I'm like, hey, that'd be funny. So well, that's what I did. Hey, it's a good thing. You're, you're supporting people that have terrible ideas. <laughs> well my wife has all kinds of great ideas i'm not saying that was one of them but she has all kinds of great ideas i love her very much and, and i really appreciate the fact that she listens to the show pretty much every day <clears throat> um <laughs> I, I can hear you winking from there 
<laughs> no, I do love her very much. She's a good person. She puts up with a lot of shit there. She really shouldn't have to. Uh, let's see. What do you guys want to talk about next? My my dogs right are destroying. No, they're just destroying this room around me. I have no clue why. Did I drop something? I don't know. You know, did I fart? And they enjoy the smell, but they just won't leave me alone today. You know, I think my right. dogs have cabin fever as well. It's going around. Everybody has it. Everyone's going nutty. No one can leave their house. Everyone is upset about it and posting on Facebook. It's the most first world problem ever. So speaking of being stuck at home, so did you hear about the uh, congressional candidate in Omaha that tried to, to do a virtual town hall? No, I did not. Please elaborate. Yes. Yes, there's this lady, Ann Ashford, some old white lady that thought she was going to be, you know, super hip and and with the times and hold this virtual town hall since she couldn't actually, you know, invite all of her constituents to a building based on the stay at home order. So, of course, she opened up a Zoom for anyone to uh, to be able to log into. Well, that meeting lasted about three minutes before it was completely flooded with porn. So that, was, that was quickly shut down. I have a feeling that half of the OG probably visited that one. That is funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the world we live in. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you give someone an opportunity to send them to send you a picture of their dick, they will. That's how the world works. Everyone wants everyone else to see their dick. Excuse me. I'm going to take a drink of water. Mm. I'm letting that one breathe. I'm parched. I've been, I feel like I've been eating crackers and sand. Uh, well, I mean, but it's true. Come on, man. I'll tell you what. Let's do a little experiment. Post your number on the OG and see what happens. No, I'm good. No, you're not good. Yeah. No, I see. Like no, I said, everyone wants everyone else to see their dick. I'll send someone a picture of my dick. I don't care. I'm proud of my dick. It's, it's not something I'm ashamed of. Yeah, that's, yeah, but it's not necessarily something that you need to you know show to a virtual town hall. Oh no, no, that you're right. You should you should wait for someone to ask to see your dick. That's really rude to just whip it out. They might not be into dicks. That dicks might not be their thing. Your dick might not be their thing. So you know? So always wait for permission. See, that's why I really don't understand how Louis CK got all fucked up. He always asked for permission before he showed someone his dick. Yeah, I'm I, with you. That's it's creepy as shit, and he's definitely a degenerate, but yeah, I don't know how he caught so much flack when he was very well, nice enough to say, hey, I'm going to jack off right now, and I would like you to watch. Would you mind that? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's his thing. That's not my thing, but that's his thing. At least he had the common courtesy to try to, uh, what's what I'm looking for, um, work his way through his weird needs uh, politely and legally, you know? I mean, God, God help us for every Louis C.K. out there saying, excuse me, will you please watch me masturbate? There's some guy grabbing people off the street and throwing them in his van, you know? Yeah, at least he wasn't Cosbian people. Right, exactly. Although it is kind of hard to have someone uh, watch you masturbate when they're asleep. Um, I, don't know if, I don't know if that would work for him, really. Watch me, sli- watch me rub one out. Wake up! Wake! God damn it, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> so, I go, oh God, don't, don't even talk about Cosby. Man, that, that broke my heart. I really did. I, I denied that being true for so long. I hated Hannibal Burris for like starting up the entire campaign to bring down Cosby. I told any, everyone who listened that there's no way Cosby would do that because that's not the type of person he was. And 
I mean, seriously, uh, growing up, uh, I didn't have a great childhood and I, uh, looked to two people, uh, as parental, you know, uh, units for, you know, for father figure and mother figure. And Bill Cosby was the father figure I looked up to. I wanted Bill Cosby to be my dad. Uh, I wanted Roseanne to be my uh, mom. Um, so it would have been a fucked up family regardless, but, but yeah, I seriously thought he was like one of the best people in the world. And it, it took a lot of evidence before I decided that uh, that wasn't the case. I mean, eventually I did. There, there's so much stuff. Uh, obviously he's doing, he was doing scummy things, but it took a lot to admit it. You know, but yeah, like the public persona of someone has nothing to do with how much of a piece of shit they really are. Oh, look at man. Bill Cosby. Look at how beloved OJ Simpson was before he decided to go out and kill some white folk. Right, right, right. Well, that's I don't, that's even a different thing for me because what uh, O.J. Simpson did was a crime of passion. Uh, there are people out there that I think they're relatively good people that if you put them in the wrong situation will lose their shit. Uh, and I think that's what happened to him. I, I don't think he's an evil person. I think he's the type of person where you put him in that type of situation, he gets all stabby. But 99.9% .9 of the time, he's not a bad person. I mean, obviously, he's a bad person. He killed people. Yeah, I mean, hold, we, hold on here. Like, uh, I'm just going to completely stop you on that. Like, he is absolutely an evil person. A non-evil person does not put out a book after being let off for murder saying, if I did it, I would have done it exactly like the murderer did it. Right, right, right. I, but you know what I'm saying, though? I, can, I looked at it in a different way as someone who methodically uh, drugged women for 30 years or however long it was. Well, uh, I mean, they're, they're both if you gave things. them the option, if you gave them the option, would they have rather have been drugged or slit in the throat? Oh, well, well yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it would be a different thing if Bill Cosby was getting all stabby on people. Yes, I understand that. Uh, but I, I'm just talking about the type of personality they had. Yeah, they're both complete sociopath, fucked up individuals. Right, right. But it is fucked up that some people put Louis C.K. in the same sort of uh, category as Cosby, and it's not even though it's not even close to the same class. No, absolutely, it's entirely different levels. Louis yeah. C.K. is just an ugly dude who couldn't get a lot of pussy, so he got used to jacking off. So he used his fame at that point to get people to say, "Hey, yeah, I'll watch that." Which is surprising because you you would think that if I had if I could talk some woman into watching me jack off, I could probably just talk her into having sex with me. I guess I guess that was a specific thing that he was into, though. I think it also just depends. Like it, he's not the best looking individual out there. Oh come on, put it that dude. way. Well, yeah, but it, but he's uh, you know he's rich, he's famous, and that you know people fuck guys for a lot less you know <laughs> you know i get laid on a regular basis and i don't have none of that going for me yeah but you're married like yeah you exactly. lock someone down to having to deal with you until they either get half or die well yeah 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 I, and probably it's gonna be uh, get you know all of it because <laughs> i'm probably gonna die first i imagine and then she'll get all my shit which is fine that's what i want i mean i don't have any kids uh but no but well, like i was saying what was I saying? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea either, man. We're really rambling today, but the yeah, your, your ability to keep like a congruent thought has not been great the past couple of days. Well, no, that's yeah. I don't think uh, the past couple of days is any indication of actually. It's probably every indication of how I normally am. Um, 
Jay, tell us about your sex life. Do you hurt that poor girl if you're a big OG hog? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I mean, I, to be honest, we uh, we only do it every other day at the most because she needs a, a rest day afterwards. <sighs> yeah, sorry, I, I, I should. I was just answering questions, man. I'm not bragging. Yeah. We have a phone call. Thank God. <laughs> Tenor of the year. Please save us. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Hey, how you doing, boss? What's going on, man? Not much. I'm just rambling, dude. We haven't had any, uh, any guests so far today, and so I'm just uh, testing my ability to fucking spit out fucking random nonsense, apparently. <laughs> you, you, you guys are, are are just hanging by a thread. I get it, but you, you're keeping it afloat, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> what did you got for us today, sir? I don't even know, man. I work today. I'm, 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 uh, I'm essential, apparently, so I actually went to work. Did a whole lot of nothing at work, came home, and I worked the kids out. I got a four- and a six-year-old, and they're cooped up all day, every day with my wife. So she's got them on a, like, a, like a home learning uh, school program where they're doing little worksheets and shit. And then I come home, get them right down in the gym. We're doing squat thrusts. What did we do today? We did squat thrusts. We did seal jumps. We did jumping jacks. Did um, some kettlebell deadlifts. Did some dumbbell curl the militaries, did some crunches, just just little stuff that kids can do to keep them going. You know what I mean? Really? That's, yeah, that's all. Pr- that's all fine and good. But how much can they bench, bro? Oh, they're 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 not benching yet. Not yet, man. Um, I think they can do the pink dumbbells, uh, dumbbell uh, bench presses, but that's about it. The pink ones. Well, that's pretty early to get them started on it. Do they enjoy it? Um. Uh, some days they do, but they hate it because you know, I got to keep their attention. So I got to keep yelling at them. Like, you know, we're doing curl the presses. And then next thing I know, my, my four-year-old son's got a 15 pound dumbbell up above his sister's head. I'm like, dude, so I'm screaming at him. Um, so half the time I'm screaming and half the time I'm directing and half the time I'm stopping them from crying because it's too hard. (laughs) (laughs) So the short answer is no, they don't really. (laughs) um they they get through it i think they enjoy it deep down um i don't know probably ask a seal if he enjoyed buds and deep down he loved it but they hate on the on the outside right 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 (laughs) wow yeah it's got to be really hard to to keep the kids entertained day after day after day yeah it's been it's been a couple weeks now um my wife is a freaking saint because she's home with them all day so she has to deal with them and then I get to be home. I get to come home and be the hero because you know I'm like the liaison that that isn't directing them all day long. So I come home and it's daddy, and they scream and right. jump on me and love me. So I get to be the hero most of the time, which is kind of cool. Right, right, yeah. I'm seeing on Facebook all kinds of parents are realizing that keeping track with their kids day after day after day is not an easy thing. Um, my sister's a math teacher, and surprisingly enough, she's complaining about it. Um, uh, like, Jay, yes. Mm-hmm. Is this your sister with the big, huge tits? Um, that's a hard question to answer, sir. <laughs> uh, I've seen the pictures. We we have all seen the pictures, sir. And I've got one word: uh-huh. jackpot. <laughs> um, both of my. Sisters so I didn't mean are, it. You know what? This was a good wholesome story you were telling about your sister, the math teacher. Uh-huh. I'm sure you're proud of her. Uh-huh. You know, she's got a master's in education, and mm-hmm. some assholes just got to talk about her tits. I'm such a horrible person, Jay. 
this is this is the one the the only time I've posted pictures of her. Well, actually, twice was when she went on vacation down in Florida with the animals. Yep, I thought that that was her, that's the one I'm referring to. That's and, the titty pick, yeah. Oh, she, <laughs> also known as the money shot. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, she said that her own kids are driving her wild, and it's only watching two of them instead of the thirty you know that she handles every day. Uh, so I can only imagine how bad it has to be for regular parents to deal with it day in and day out after week after week. I, I imagine some people are regretting having kids. <laughs> uh, no, no, d- definitely not on this end. Uh, our dot, any kids for you, man? Absolutely not. At least none that I pay for. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Louise. So, you, so you're, you're supposed to say none that they can prove. None oh, they that can have prove been legally sure. tied to me. So far, <laughs> there's a reason right. I move like every five or six years. And where are you at right now? I know you said it a hundred times on here, but I don't pay attention. Yeah. So I'm just over in Connecticut. So I'm relatively close to where you are. Oh yeah, you are. So you're, yeah, you've got to be, uh, you're in a hot zone down there, right? Apparently like I, it hasn't like, I'm in a small kind of like suburb that it really hasn't slowed anything down like in this area, but yeah, apparently, like according to the websites and stuff, this place is supposed to just go to shit anytime now. Yeah, right. that's, how many? That's what, go ahead, sir. How many people are? I, I haven't seen as many people in my neighborhood out and walking as I have in the last two weeks. The streets are freaking flooded with people walking and newfound newfound joggers. Is that the same where you're at, Arda? Well, so like I said, I'm in like this kind of uppity little suburb area anyway. So even in the dead of winter, like if you are driving to work you'll see at least like 15, 20 joggers. So I don't think Mm -hmm. it can actually get any worse than what it was anyway. But yeah, you see them all the time. Yeah, it's freaking crazy here. Yeah, there's tons of them in my area. I tried to go for a trike ride earlier. And uh, (laughs) and I actually turned around because there were so many people using the sidewalks. You know, I kept them pulling off the side to let them go by. And I still felt like I was getting too close to them. So I'm like, maybe cut it short. Wait, wait, wait. Jay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're on the sidewalk with your trike? Yes. What a douchebag move, man. <laughs> That's, not a douchebag move. That's a safety move. It's not, I'm That's not, not a safety move. You're supposed to, all bikes should be with the flow of traffic. And you're, you're not even on a two-wheeled machine. You're on a big three-wheeler mm-hmm. hogging up the whole goddamn sidewalk, Jay. Oh, I take, I pull off the sidewalk when, when there's someone coming. Uh, I get some, <laughs> I pedestrians have the right away on the sidewalk, but I'm still allowed to use it. Um, you know, they see you coming from a hundred yards out and they're like this motherfucker and his goddamn tricycle. <laughs> yeah, well, if I can, I, when, if I see someone coming, uh, I'll check my rear view mirror. If, if there's nobody coming, I'll go out into the street and go around them. If there's you have tra- a rear view mirror on a fucking trike, <laughs> goddamn straight, man. Safety first, brother. Um, do you have a horn? No, I do not. I've been thinking oh, you need about one. It. Although you I need have one. Like, lights and like blinkers and like flashers and things like that. Yeah, because I, I, well, I like riding at night sometimes, especially in the summer when it's warm out in the night. Uh, but so I will like go out in the street to go around them. Uh, but if there's traffic coming down the street at the moment, uh, I'll just pull off the uh, uh, sidewalk into the grass and let them go by. And normally that's no big deal, but right now uh, I still feel like I'm getting too close to them. So I actually cut my ride short and I came back home. You do These know that damn like, pedestrians in, your in their sidewalk. Yeah, but you know, like all of your neighbors or at least people that are around your normal tricycle like loop as they have their kids at home and they're doing the homeschooling now, they're like 
telling stories of, okay, kids, if you see the tricycle man, you come home. <laughs> yeah, I people used to make jokes. People used to make jokes about that. Yeah, oh, Jay's a pedophile. I'm like, how can I be a pedophile? I don't even like kids. No, I think it's less less pedophile type thing and more just like this is exactly what you do not want your life to turn out to be. So Aww. just come back home and, and read a book. That's not nice at all. I, I might not be rich, I might not be famous, but I like my life, you know. Um I'm doing okay. I'm happy. I don't realize I don't right, sound so happy. You just made me I got a, happy, but okay. I, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. I actually I, I need I need some advice. I got mm -hmm. um I'm sitting in front of uh, the TV here, and the movie of the night. I need, I need a, a, a um, some advice. I mean, is it Zombieland Double Tap, or is it uh, The Dead Don't Lie, or The Dead Don't Die? Which one? Hmm. I haven't seen either one of them. Uh, the, fir the first Zombieland was quite good, uh, so that one probably can't be a bad choice. Is that second one? Is that the one with Bill Murray? No, the first nah, one he was, had Bill Murray. He was in no, the first one. I think Bill Murray's in the in in the Dead Don't Die though. That's what I meant. I was like the other one. Is he? Is that the one that he's in? Because I I haven't seen that, but it, it sounds weird but good. Yeah, I believe so. That's that's the one uh, he's in. So I've got those are the two choices tonight. So I'll have to read the comments and see if people are giving me some good advice. Yeah, I'd probably steer clear a double tap. It's just really? like a movie like that, right? Like it wasn't meant to be like anything serious. And then like it got a great review and people loved it. Like guaranteed the sequel is going to be garbage. Uh, but you haven't well, seen it though? No, and I probably won't. Unless you come back tomorrow <laughs> and you're saying, hey, that was fucking awesome. Then I might check it out. I might have to do that. That might be what I'm going to do tomorrow. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I don't want to monopolize your time. Thanks for the advices. Uh, Jay, stay off the goddamn sidewalks. <laughs> thanks for calling brother Take it all easy, right tenor. love you guys peace well that's always nice to have tenor call in he's always a good time see that guys that's what you should be doing stuff like that take the load off of poor jay and ryan so we don't have to actually do our job we're not very good at it anyway so if you guys call in you have to listen to less of us i mean it's a win-win for everybody really I still can't believe this didn't come up before. Like you're riding a tricycle with rear view mirrors and yeah. lights uh -huh. on the sidewalk. Yeah. I, I did my research. I looked it up. The state law says that while riding in the street is recommended, it is not against the law to ride on the sidewalks unless there's a local ordinance preventing it. Look, and did you check your local ordinance? Yes, I did. Look, let's look at it this way. Um, I realize why people don't want bikes on the sidewalk. They're always like, well, yeah, if you're riding your bike on the sidewalk, you could hit a pedestrian and hurt them. I'm like, okay, I can understand that. But realistically speaking, what's more likely to cause a serious injury? Um, would it be a bicycle hitting a pedestrian or a car hitting a bicycle? Which one's more likely to ca cause serious harm? I mean, the answer to that's obvious. The the car hitting the bicycle. So really, no, it's it's the tricycle running over an infant. You monster! <laughs> my tricycle goes four and a half miles an hour or something like that. If you can't get out of my way, you probably deserve to get hit. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's like being being hit by one of those steamrollers. You know, like in the Austin Power movie. That's that's yeah, where I'm going. 
And if you watch any of these movies and like all the cartoons, people get run over with steamrollers all the time. All the time. Yeah. But seriously speaking, I mean, that's the way I look at it. If you want to reduce serious injuries, keep the bicycles off the fucking road. I'm a bit, I'm not a fan of them anyway, since I drive, I like to drive and they always seem to be in my way while uh, I'm driving. And I realize that they have every right to be out there. And legally speaking, you know, uh, some, most, some people think they have to be out there. Uh, but most bike riders get in the fucking way. They don't seem to have any care for their own safety. Uh, and they think that, you know, they rely on you to do so. Don't rely on me for your safety. I'm an idiot. I might be looking the wrong way or something. You could die. Uh, and I don't want to kill you. Shit. I have nightmares about hitting bicyclists because they were, you know, in the wrong spot in the wrong time, much less wrong ones that are fucking being willfully stupid. Uh, I'm assuming I'm not going to get much argument uh, out of you on this one. Well, for one, you're admitting to being a horrible driver. So that's strike one. <laughs> anybody can get distracted you look down to change your radio you hear a noise out the window you have a loud fart that scares yourself it can happen you know uh so i really don't want anybody on the road where a half a second of me not looking at the road kills them nobody looks at the road 24 the entire time if they say they do they're a liar they, they involuntarily take their eyes off the road sometimes you have no choice it's just you know the way things work out Bicycles don't just like magically appear. They don't just materialize out of thin air. They fuck. They don't. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you drive, man. These fuckers come out of everywhere, man. And they don't. No, I'm I'm a road like they should. I've had, I've had them. Here's one of the things that pissed me off the most about riders. That's when I decided I'd had enough of this shit. I was driving down the road one day. It's about three or four or five years ago. And uh, going 35 down a, a road being a speed limit, you know, and, uh, about a hundred, maybe a hundred, 200 feet down the road. I see like a whole bunch of bicyclists come pouring out of a side street onto the main road, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 altogether. There's probably about 50 people riding a bike together, which is fine. That's good. What pissed me the fuck off is as I approached, they didn't stop coming out. They made me fucking stop so they could all ride together. I had to ride away. By all rights, I should have just ran the fuck into them. You can't just fucking, you know, pull out in front of me because your friends are going. That's not how the fucking rules, rules of the oh, That's not how the rules of the road work. God damn it. Yes, the rules of the roof. Yeah, the rules of the road. I mean, seriously, they pulled out right in front of me because their friends that were going, you know, in front of them pulled out. They expected me to stop, even though I had 100% right away. And that's the sort of shit that pissed me off, you know? Fucking, you, I could have killed you, and I would have been in the right. Obviously, I would have went to jail and all that good shit, but technically speaking, I went right. So, really what this is saying is, like, you know, there's the whole Napoleon complex for, like, short people. You seem to have kind of this complex while in a vehicle that for some reason you actually matter in society. <laughs> you go from passive J to overly aggressive J oh, when you're maybe, in a steel box. Maybe a little bit. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not like I get into road rage with people uh, anymore. Um, actually, I've never had a road rage problem with anybody. I've had a parking lot incident a couple of few times, and we can talk about that tomorrow if you want to, uh, but not, no road rage incidents. Uh, people are idiots, though. I mean, I, I like to drive. As a matter of fact, the last couple of weeks, that's been one of the few enjoyable things is that there's nobody on the road, so I can drive and enjoy it. I just don't like interacting with other people on the road. Most of them are either say, uh, unsafe or just plain out fucking stupid. 
and you so that's the interesting thing about driving right is like 90 percent of people think everyone else are shitty drivers oh yeah yeah i realize it <laughs> yeah which tells you each one of those person that you, people that you thought was a shitty driver is probably looking at you like what the fuck is this idiot doing Oh, well, probably, but I try not because I hate being a hypocrite. So I try my best to be a good driver. Like I always use my turn signals, uh, every single goddamn time. Cause that's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, I try not to pull out in front, in front of somebody if they're coming too quickly, even though I know, I, even if I know I can get out in front of them, I won't do it. If I think they'd have to hit their brakes, cause that's fucking bullshit. If you, if I have to hit my brakes, when you pull out in front of me, you shouldn't have fucking pulled out in front of me. You should have waited until I went past. You know, um, just you know, different shit like that. I try to be a courteous driver, but I'm sure I fuck shit up all the time. And that's what a lot of other people doing it is. They're just you know not paying attention and fuck shit up. So, uh, like we like we spoke about the other day, uh, nobody is a bad guy in their own head. Yeah. Or oh, I am. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit, <laughs> and I wear that proudly. Well, but you know. for like road rage, not necessarily something I have. The only real pet peeve I have are people that have like a mile and a half to merge and wait until the last 300 feet. Yo, Those people yeah. can burn in hell. Now, are you speaking about the ones that are where it goes like two lanes to one lane, that kind of shit? Yeah. So like this is part of my commute every day is on my way home there is a lane that gives you plenty of warning. It starts warning you like 3,000 feet out. And every day coming home from work, you'll have all the idiots that'll run that down to the last foot. And of course, I'm the guy that once that gets down to about 500 feet, I'm going to split those two lanes and piss you the fuck off. Uh, we ha Yeah, I see that all the time. Now, one of the things similar to that that pisses me off quite a bit is, and I'm sure you have this here, uh, certain roads will be like uh it's a one lane road or two lane road one lane going each way and as it approaches the light crossroads uh, it, it will open up into a right hand turn lane uh, but occasionally there will be on the other side of the light they'll still be uh on the uh, second lane just for like 20 or 30 feet before it closes back up into one lane it'll even say a right hand turn only on you know, on the lane that opened up, some people will still go straight in that fucker and try to get and try to get around traffic. Yeah, I fucking hate those people. Hey, here's a question for you: What's your uh, most expensive tattoo? My own, most expensive tattoo, um, I get them pretty cheap because I have a friend of mine. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of them are free in the last couple of years, uh, Christmas presents and birthday presents and things like that, because he's my boy. Uh, as a matter of fact, he he's the guy that got us married. He's a ordained minister as well. Um, um, I think two hundred bucks, two fifty. I think that's the most I ever paid for one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I have nothing. Yeah, I know. I have my my tattoos are fairly cheap. Um, you know, uh, most of them aren't that big, uh, palm size or a little bit bigger, and he gives me he gives me really good deals on it. Yeah, yeah so I think mine ranged from. The cheapest was free plus a free lunch, and that was on Ink Master. Um, and then the most expensive was my calf, and I think that was a little over eleven hundred bucks. Somewhere yeah, there. yeah, no, uh, I mean, like I said, two hundred, two fifty, maybe. Most of them are pretty cheap. But he, he charges one hundred fifty bucks an hour, but he's also super duper fast. And uh, m m the most I think he's ever worked on me in one session was about three, three and a half hours. So the most he should have charged me for a tattoo most is like four fifty, but like I said, he doesn't charge me those rates. 
yeah, I think the shortest I've ever sat was like my very first tattoo, which is just a stupid little tribal design was like an hour and a half ish. And that was like the day I turned 18. But besides that, I have the one that was like six hours. I have another one that was like eight or nine. And then I have my calf, which was just around 10. Right. Yeah. Most, most of my tattoos are around the two or three hour range. So, yeah, because there are most, it's mostly small uh, tattoos that all kind of like link together over the years. And most of my stuff that it's funny, the tattoos you guys see are my, the ones I consider my good tattoos. I have a shitload you guys don't, uh, don't see on a regular basis unless you just see me in a normal picture because all my arms are t- uh, covered with tattoos. I got a, a while ago before I hooked up with my current tattoo artist. He's went over some of them and refreshed them, you know, did the best he can. He calls it uh, polish of the turd. Um, so, and, and they do look better, but obviously it's not the same sort of quality as his tattoos. People like to make fun of him, uh, of my tattoos on the forum, but for what they are, they are pretty good quality. He's been doing it for a long time. They're not like fucking jailhouse tattoos. <laughs> well, I'd hope not. Cause I mean, we haven't gotten any good prison stories out of you yet. <laughs> no, maybe one day I'll tell you about the time I thought I was going to go to jail though, but that's a show for another day. You guys got, you guys got anything else you want us to talk about before we get out of here? It's about that time. And I, I've been feeling like a big windbag today. I feel like all I've been doing is talking and making Ryan listen. So we should probably wrap this shit up. All right. Well, that looks like it's about it then. Uh, we will be doing this show again tomorrow at 6 p.m. God, I don't know why. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have some guests. We do have some guests kind of being lined up. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. But there's one or two of them that sound like actually big names. Uh, I'd be really, really happy if we get them in there. But regardless, we'll keep on doing this show because the show is for the OG. And as long as you guys are there for me, I'll be there for you. Um, that's Ryan over there. Say goodbye, Ryan. No, but I will say before tomorrow, you guys want to talk about a specific thread. You point us to that thread in advance and it'll happen. Goddamn right. <laughs> All right. Now say goodbye, Ryan. No. All right, fine, then I'll say goodbye. You guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Later for you. 